in a world where acting weird isn't professional. We're just two girls trying to act normal. It is definitely too hot to be funny. It's too hot to be funny, everyone. But we're going to try. We're going to try. 92 degrees is what the weather said when we left. It was so hot today that our electricity went out at work. Do you think that's the reason? Yeah. Yes. It was like the whole block, too. It wasn't like just us. Mm-hmm. I think it got too hot. Dang well, it. Too hot. Can't work. Dang it. Dang it. Dang it. Too hot. Can't work. And then it came on like 20 minutes later. Yeah, and I, I was know. Like, we were in the midst of trying to find an early brunch place because we were like oh can't work <laughs> yeah because our server was down because our wi-fi was down so we like, le- yeah, like even we, if you had yeah. we're working from home you couldn't do anything we couldn't do anything but we can actually so, so sad we like taco bell cantina <laughs> that was the only place open it was, was taco bell cantina it was the only place open we were calling and everyone was like we don't have power either and i was like this isn't helpful <laughs> I'm just trying to find somewhere to go get a drink because I'm stressed. <laughs> it's 10.45 in the morning. It's 10.45. <laughs> I was like, I haven't had any caffeine yet today. I'm stressed. 10.45 in the morning. It's a day back after a long weekend and we're already stressed. <laughs> all three of us were all like, where are we going to go? Where are we going to go <laughs> for brunch? <laughs> I also walked in and immediately showed my coworkers my terrible, terrible tan line. It's, it I, is bad. Yeah. It's not bad everywhere. It's just really bad on your feet. Yeah. And to be fair, the directions say not to do it where I did it. On your feet? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's on you. Yeah. The rest doesn't look bad. Yeah. It's a little orange. It's a little orange, but But. who's who's not a little orange? Am I right? (laughs) So I'm going to do a little exfoliating, see if I can blend that out a little bit. Yeah. But the line, guys, I'm not kidding. The line is like very clear. The line is immaculate. Yeah. It's like, here's Shelby's orange skin. It's like, here's, here's where feet. we draw the line. And you're like, wow, we can see it. Yeah. For sure. It's real bad. I'm going to take off my sock again. Oh, God. <laughs> Should we post a picture on the gram? No, don't give away free pic- fit free feet pics. That's true. Who would be into this, though? It's bad. Look, it goes halfway down my toe. I, it doesn't even go through the weirdos. toe. Don't give that away for free. Ooh, look at this half-done tan line. All right, send us 50 bucks, and we'll send you a personalized pic of Shelby's feet. Of one foot. 50 of, bucks for one foot. Yeah. Oh, all right. Of, you yes. want both feet? 100 bucks. 200. Oh. <laughs> There's no sale okay, deal Anna, for that one. Anna is not my business manager because <laughs> the, it makes no sense, but I love it. It makes no sense? Someone will pay for it. I don't think any of our listeners, but hey, if you are one of our listeners and you want to listen and pay for that great hope everyone just heard me put back on my sock because my mic was right next to I it. think because i can see your screen i think they for sure yeah something that. something happened there that was me putting back on my sock because <laughs> asmr because then it looks purposeful then it's just like oh did she go outside for a bit yeah when you can't see the line we can't see the line <laughs> When you can't see the line, you're like, ooh. Because when you when you can't see the line, you're like, is that girl okay? See, here's the thing. My feet look lighter than the rest of my body, too, because, like, yeah. I'll wear gym shoes and stuff outside. So it's like everyone's feet are a little lighter. Yeah. I do have a very faint Chaco tan line. You do? I can see that? 
I also, because I am a white gal, a very white pasty gal, got burnt in like the total of had to be 20 minutes that I was in the sun because I hung out in the shade in my hammock, my new hammock. Did you put sunscreen on? No, because I didn't because I wasn't going to be like in the sun. Maybe it was longer than that because I walked all the way there was a lot of sun all the way over to the lakefront and then I had to walk down the lakefront in order to like find a couple trees yeah to set up so maybe it was longer than I thought it was I got sunburn on my nose yesterday which is super weird because I put sunscreen on my face and my shoulders and my arms mm-hmm. just to go outside root off the red nose reindeer now I literally do not even notice you you looking at me like that doesn't do anything well, I can see it <laughs> I can see it <laughs> That doesn't do anything. Okay, also, you know what happened on my hammock trip? No. I was going through one of my bouts of like, well, I'm all alone. No one wants to hang out with me. I was literally with people all weekend. Everyone, was don't say, feel bad for me. She literally hung out with my entire extended family. family. It was very fun. <laughs> I had very I had great conversations. It seemed to go well. I was a hit. Yeah, it was a hit. Everyone was like, oh, Shelby's leaving. And then there was one day where I was alone and nobody was really texting me. And then obviously my brain is like, well, I have no friends. I have that too. Everyone hates I me. have that too. <laughs> I'll be like texting 10 people and be like, no one likes me. Because I'll be just sitting on my bed because people invited me to do something. And I said no. And now everyone hates me. Okay, well, that sounds nicer than mine. I was not invited anywhere. No one was talking to me. Oh, well, okay. So I was just chilling in my hammock. Um, So then I was like, all right, seems like a good time if I want to remedy this situation to open up these dating apps. Yeah, okay. So I'm chilling. Which one did you download? There's so many. Oh, no, they're on there already. I got Bumble and Hinge. Okay. Because even those are, like, overwhelming. Yeah. Because it's, like, nobody knows how to have a conversation. I I will ask three questions in a row before you get no more conversation from me. Because, like, usually I'll ask, like, a question and they don't even give me something. Like, because I don't want a conversation to also be, like, all questions. You know, like, that's not fun. Like, an interview. Yeah. But sometimes when I ask something, because I have to start it somehow... I'll get in a response, and there's not even anything I can, like, grab onto in that response. And on those apps, remind me, Bumble, you start the conversation, right? Yeah, Bumble, I have to talk first. What about Hinge? And what Opposite? I've heard, Hinge can be either Either party. or, okay. And what I've heard from a lot of my friends who are on Bumble, they're like, they all just copy and paste the same line, but um, your girl can't do that. I try for? to, like, I'm looking for my phone. Oh. I try to, like, Back? take something from their... Um, profile? Yeah, their profile, and <laughs> we're both standing we're up both looking We're both standing up looking for her phone. So that it's I can black. give you the conversation. It's not helpful. It's black, and it's also the, like, same as yours. So I keep looking at yours. Oh, this one's mine. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, everybody pause for a second. Okay, we're back. We found the phone. That back was, and ready. That was an ordeal better than ever yeah um so i try to think of conversation starters that seem to have um like it goes with their profile because you'd think if yeah. i'm grabbing onto something on your profile you're ready to talk about you that have topic. something you pick those photos you pick that phrase you picked whatever because Great. you want to talk about it yes yeah yeah so um i messaged a couple people and this person messaged back. His name's Matt. 
Ooh, Matt, if you're listening, we're about to roast you. So many Matts that it could be. Could oh, be. yeah, Matt. No, I'm not going to roast him. It's fine. This is a fine conversation. Oh, okay. It was just, this one at least was like some sort of interesting conversation because it's rare that you get those because usually it's like one word answers or like Ooh, we're gonna be in the deep dive of how shelby flirts i'm gonna no we are not because <laughs> this is uh i'm gonna go to john first john was a while back Ooh, john if and you're he's, listening <laughs> he specifically said i love that all these are such generic names that, yeah like, nobody they're the most it. generic names ever um, he specifically in his profile was like talks about how he loves photography and i was like dope oh like, my god let's talk about this yeah i have a camera tattoo i got weddings under my belt engagements under my belt i'm ready to talk photography he's like i have an iphone 12 um i say uh i was like hey i see you like photography let me see your latest photo okay. so like started in his like camera roll homeboy sends me a picture of his legs he's giving crocs crocs away for free right now yeah not feet though so feet that's picks. fine that's kind of that's kind of funny though it's but that's all he says that's all he doesn't say anything with the photo oh so i was like i said no (laughs) oh i have literally no idea what where this could possibly because all i said was let's see your latest photo and he sent me that and then i was like okay phew gonna be honest the second i hit the question hit send on that question i was nervous i was gonna get a different kind of photo oh i said legs and crocs are good We are, so we are getting the inner workings of Shelby flirting at this This is just me talking to another human being because I don't even know if I like this person. So I'm, I don't know. I also don't know how to flirt. Don't judge me, anybody. Anyways, so that goes on for a while longer. But look at this man's responses. I'm not going to read the whole thing. I know. It, it is like when you, two words. When you sent the other one, I saw like, an, was that just an okay? Like his response back to the, oh, that's like a crack pick. Yeah, he goes, LOL. Hey, what are you gonna? And then I said, I'm jealous of your deck situation. He goes, Come hang. Sir, I don't know you. Well, I'm not coming over to your house. No. You should also not be giving me your address. Yeah. And then he didn't know what the Sunday scaries were. Oh. So he's like old? I guess. <laughs> I guess. I like, okay. John, are you old? <laughs> John, just all Johns. Um, no, this guy, so Matt. He said in his profile that he, like, really liked camping and stuff. And I had just gotten my hammock. Yeah. And so I was like... You're like a camp queen now. <laughs> I said, just got a hammock, and I think it might be my personality now. Ha ha. Okay. Me, because I'm going to Nashville <laughs> for, like, a weekend. It's, I'm making my entire personality. <laughs> I sent that yesterday, and then he responds today, and he goes, good morning, Shelby. Like, an mm. email. I was like, Dad? Are you emailing me right now? And then he talks about how he uses them to camp in, whatever. And then he goes, I have a completely serious question for you. (gasps) Period. Oh, period. Okay. If you had to describe yourself as a box of cereal, which box of cereal would you be? So we go straight into hammock and camping into a non-existent segue into what box of cereal I would be. Thought-provoking question from, what's his name? Matt? Matt. And what did you say? There was no prep to this question well so then if you ask a person like me a question like that i'm gonna do i'm gonna start thinking about it hard like yeah. do i base it on color scheme mascot mascot backstory catchphrase the actual cereal mm-hmm. 
Or, like, what your favorite cereal in general is. Yeah. So, I said Captain Crunch. It's got a bold color scheme, a great mascot with a story, a product that holds up when soggy, a fun, reliable cereal. Nice. And I said, too boring, question mark. Using the word reliable isn't very sexy on a dating app. <laughs> oh, reliable, shall we? <laughs> he goes, I thought it was a good answer. Uh, and then he was like, I'll go with Lucky Charms because I'm magically delicious. And I was like, okay. Classic. Classic. Matt. Magically delicious. There's very little creativity in that thought. Kicks. Kid tested. Mother approved. Yeah, because I did. Okay, so I did look into um, phrases because I was like, oh, I'm. what am I going to base this on? Too many kid related ones for it there's to be like that. So there's like, like dating app kicks, related. Kid tested. Mother approved. You got tricks. Um, silly rabbit tricks are for kids. It says tricks are for kids, <laughs> which isn't very helpful. And then or it's like, have, don't play with my heart. Like, don't trick, don't trick with my heart. Don't trick with my heart. Wait, what is that one? No, but I'm saying like, don't play games with my heart because that's for kids. Oh, it would be like tricks are for kids. Okay, this is from MrBreakfast.com. Trust it. <laughs> Mr. Breakfast. Who uh, is Mr. Breakfast? <laughs> I don't know, but that's a pretty sweet title. <laughs> the, the like, things that I can click on up top here are recipes. Library, breakfast, blog, and cereal project. <laughs> top 100 cereals? Cereal timeline? Okay, well, we're okay, going to come back to... Mr. Breakfast has it going on. We're going to come back to that, I think. Okay. This is apparently the top 20 cereal... Um, what does he call this? Taglines. These are taglines. Okay. Top 20? Yeah. Should I guess them? Sure. Can you read my screen? No. Literally no. Uh, I can't even see which one you're about to say. We'll start at number 20 and we'll go, we'll end at one. Okay. So we got puffed rice. Quaker Oats puffed rice. It's puffy. (laughs) The cereal shot from guns. (laughs) That doesn't even make any sense. That makes zero sense. It says, the granddaddy of cereal slogans is for Quaker puffed rice. The cereal is actually made using a process that resembles shooting rice from a gun. In 1904, Quaker introduced a cereal to to the mass public by shooting puffed rice from cannons at the World Fair. In 1913, an astute ad man decided to promote the cereal by exploiting how it's made. And this famous, yet mostly forgotten, slogan was invented. I did not even I know that I didn't even existed. know that cereal existed, but... Yeah. It sounds like just Rice Krispies. I was going to say, I feel like it would just taste like Rice, yeah. Rice Krispies. Okay. 19. Frosted Flakes. They're great! I think that's what he says. But I don't think that's the tagline. That's like the mascot's line. Oh. Tagline is, brings out the tiger in you. In you! Why does it say it twice? They're great! Tony the Tiger may be the most famous breakfast cereal mascot. Debatable. No, I think that's true. Most famous? What would you think otherwise? Captain Crunch is pretty famous. Everybody knows him. You got those uh, uh, Rice Krispie guys. Well, crack, you don't know their names. Crack, pop, fizzle. Snap, crackle, and pop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Snap, I think Tony crack, the Tiger, fizzle. you get more commercials for Frosted Flakes than 
other cereals. Right. And he's consistently on their commercials. The other ones can do different things without their brand. Here's the thing. It's too hot to fight you today. Well, don't ever fight me. (laughs) When you hear this slogan, you know exactly who the tiger is and the product he promotes. Most people automatically hear the music jingle in their head, and it's a triple whammy. You might say it's great. Look at that. Tony, are you here? Tony, get out of my house. You're great. I'm sorry. How did you get in here? Tony. (laughs) Number 18, Nut and Honey Cheerios Crunch. Kellogg's. Oh, is this Honey Bunches of Oats? No. no. It's called Nut and Honey Crunch. Alright. Uh, Do you want to guess? The only thing that comes to mind is like very inappropriate, so no. <laughs> <laughs> what are you eating? Nut and honey? <clears throat> you would have li- literally, you're not going to guess any of these, and it's my favorite thing. <laughs> This slogan for Kellogg's Nut and Honey Crunch was a study in name reinforcement. When characters in commercials were asked what they were eating, their reply of nut and honey was misinterpreted as nut and honey. See, I was going to say it in a different... I was going to say the exact same thing, but in a different connotation. By the time the person asking figured out what was going on, if they ever did, the name of the cereal had been spoken several times. (laughs) So many times that it's now clear in our heads forever. No, it's not. I what were you going to say? Nut and hunt? Like nut and honey. Oh, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Number 17, total. Total cereal. Okay. In total, you're going to get a great Bre- meal, breakfast. Okay. That's pro- that's better than what I'm about to read. Okay. It takes X bowls of cereal. Bowls. Okay. Whew, we're going to start over. It takes X bowls of your cereal to match the nutrition in one bowl of total. That's too long. That's a sentence. That's not a tagline. We might as well say they're great. Yeah, those are different things. This bold ad campaign would pit total cereal against best-selling cereals in a battle of nutrition. Oh, so X means whatever the, like, like, insert most popular cereal was they're trying to, like, add. TV ads would show characters enjoying their favorite cereal only be only to be told off screen by an off screen voice that they'd have to eat several bowls of their cereal to equal the vitamin nutrition in a bowl of total. Who's looking for, I'm not looking for vitamins if I'm eating cereal. But my family wasn't really like a healthy cereal no, family. No, we weren't either. I mean, we had some, but. Yeah. Like, would you consider Honey Nut Cheerios healthy? No. Not even a little bit? No. But I would consider Rice Krispies to be healthy. Oh, we had those. Or like Special K and like Raisin Bran. I consider those healthy. Oh, we had Special K. Kix is pretty healthy too. I would say in the spectrum, even though it's sweet, Honey Nut Cheerios are like not that great. Like in comparison to like a Captain Crunch or a Frosted Flake or... Yeah, I would... Where it's literally just like tiny chocolate chip cookies. Oh, yeah. Those those, ones? Those were good. (laughs) Uh, number 16 is Captain Crunch. Oh, I can't remember their tagline, but it has something to do with cap- Captain. Mm. No? Okay. Again, what he says might, but this is, these are the taglines. It says, stays crunchy, even in milk. I mean, true. When Captain Crunch cereal was introduced in 1963, the idea of a crunchy be- breakfast cereal was fairly new. 
In fact, the cereal was created as a response to a study that showed children on average didn't care for soggy cereals. This catchphrase may be the reason we still hold Cap'n Crunch as the standard by which all crunchy cereals are measured. <gasps> wow. It, it does really ruin the top of your mouth <laughs> whenever you eat it. Yeah. Scrapes right on by there. I had a very crunchy sandwich yesterday. Oh. Feel it at the bottom of my mouth right Oof. now. Like it feels like I ate Cap'n Crunch. What kind of crunchy sandwich did you have? It was a panini. Oh, okay. I gotcha. But not everything in the so- inside was like gooey, which was kind of disappointing. Oh yeah, that's like, did you just panini the bread? <laughs> Excuse me, did you just panini this bread? What about the other ingredients? Like, I want you to panini them separately, all individually, <laughs> all individually, and then together. The cheese, the ham, whatever like, else. We can't yeah. panini the cheese. <laughs> Fifteen is uh, super sugar crisp. I'm, I've never heard of that cereal. This is. Their phrase is, can't get enough super sugar crisp. All right. These people didn't even try. Guys, these taglines are not good. This one-line jingle for super sugar crisp was delivered with a cool, assured swagger by the cereal's mascot, Sugar Bear. The voice of Sugar Bear was inspired by crooner and actor Dean Martin. Super sugar crisp was originally called sugar crisp. During that time, the slogan went, can't get enough of that sugar crisp. That would have been better. Why'd you add super? How, can, how many times can you say super sugar crisp? Super sugar crisp. 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 Not once have you said super, the P- Oh, you just did? Super sugar crisp. <laughs> super sugar crisp. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this next cereal I've never heard of. And... You didn't... You, you've heard of sh- super sugar crisp? No, but the box of this one even looks insane. It has like a weird guy with like a... Uh, what looks like a fan on top. You know the hats that you wear where it has a little spinny thing on yeah. it? That's what he has on top of his head and it looks like to be part of his um, anatomy. Not a separate for, thing. Sorry, we're still talking about Super Sugar No, crisp. no, no. We're on to number 14. Oh, okay. This cereal is from Quaker and it's called Quisp. <laughs> Q-U-I-S-P. Quisp. Quisp. And it's got like a little alien, what looks to be an alien dude. Because again, he has a fan that looks to be a part of his anatomy. Okay. Haven't so seen that on a human. Tagline. Quisp for quasi energy. Quisp for quasi. And it's spelled like Q-U-A-Z-Y. Yep. Quasi. Quisp for quasi energy. See, and then I want to say full. For energy. You want to say the whole thing. Like, quisp for kind of quasi energy. Like you can't say quisp for quasi energy. You that's, can't say it like that's that. That's the tagline, though. No. You have to say quiz for quizy energy. Quiz for, and there's no punctuation. No period, no exclamation point, just quiz for quizy energy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Early boxes of Quisp cereal claimed it was the vitamin-powered powder, vitamin sugary cereal for quizy energy, despite having quite a quirky and creative catchphrase. <laughs> no, they didn't. They did. Most people remember this Mr. cereal Breakfast. by a visual recognition of its mascot, a pink alien with a propeller poking out of its head. <laughs> that is, yes, that's what it looks like. Exactly what it is. Um, number 13, Honey Nut Cheerios. Um, heart Healthy or something like that. Oh, that's pretty good. It's a honey of an O. What? 
And then it just, it, it's a honey of an oat, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> it's Honey Nut Cheerios. This was the cereal's most famous tagline throughout the 80s. Was it, Mr. Breakfast? <laughs> Mr. Breakfast. What's the tagline now? <laughs> a later line, nobody can say no to Honey Nut Cheerios. I've heard That's that better. one. That's yeah, better. Yeah, I've heard that one. May have sold some boxes by never resonating. Whoa, whoa, whoa. May have sold some boxes by never resonated in our collective memory. I think he means but never resonated in our collective memory. Mr. Breakfast. Get it together. Get an editor, Mr. Breakfast. The cereal's current catchphrase, be happy, be healthy, so much better, is a real contender to make this list in the coming years. Whoa. Updated list, Mr. Breakfast. (laughs) Mr. Breakfast. (laughs) What do you think Mr. Breakfast's first name is? If Mr. Breakfast doesn't dress head to toe in breakfast items, like I want like a pancake printed camp shirt. Mm. I want him to have like all. I want him to have a Captain Crunch looking hat. Oh, okay. Made out of different cereal boxes. (laughs) That's a great idea. Yeah. I want him to have an outfit for every cereal mascot and that's what he wears as his clothes. Yeah. Like if he was the pink propeller alien one day and you'd be like, oh, Mr. Breakfast. <laughs> Mr. Breakfast. What a classic cereal to be as. <laughs> uh, number 12 is Kicks. You know this one. Contested, mother approved. Yeah. This Kicks fa- were my shit. Uh, I didn't eat those a lot. They're good. This famous tagline for Kicks cereal first appeared in 1978. The cereal itself was introduced several decades earlier in 1937. Oh, that's interesting. According to ads, kids liked the crisp corn crunch. And it was sweet, too. I love alliteration, Anna, so much. While moms like nutritional aspects of the cereal, another memorable line was, kids love kicks for what kicks got has got. We're going to start over, everybody, because that wasn't even the end. Kids love kicks for what kicks has got. <sighs> I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it again. I can do this. Kids love kicks for what kicks has got. Moms love kicks for what kicks has not. Wow. I think what they have now is good. That's working. Yeah. Kid tested mother approved is much better. Keep it up. Number 11. Honeycomb. Oh. I can see their commercial, but I don't. Yeah, this has to be a jingle because, and I have no idea how it goes. Okay, say it. Maybe I know it. Honeycomb's big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not small. No, no, no. Honeycomb's big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it's not small. No, no, no. Is that really how it goes? No, I just made that up. <laughs> you made it like country. <laughs> uh, according to the rest of the jingle, Honeycomb's got a big, big taste, a big, big crunch, and a big, big bite. The jingle was popular throughout the late 70s and early 80s. In TV ads, it was often sung by kids in the Honeycomb hideout. That's a pretty cool, cool. name. <laughs> a plank board shack where youngsters met to appreciate the size and taste of the cereal. Can you imagine going, having a hideout dedicated to the size of a cereal? Guys, check out how giant the cereal is. Come they to my are, shack. They are kind of big. I never ate them, so I don't know. I've had them a few times. Raisin Bran. Two scoops in every box. This has two scoops of raisins, dot, dot, dot. Okay. Every, but yes, I'm giving box. that to you. Okay, but then it says, okay, the idea that Kellogg's Raisin Bran has two scoops of raisins in every box, that's in quotes, good job, Anna, 
was first hammered into our brains in late <laughs> 1960s. Mr. Breakfast, does he not like how much it was said? Yeah. Hammered into our hammered. brains? Uh, it was a far more effective slogan than earlier efforts like the sunniest brand under the sun. Yeah, I mean, fair. Or cereal with fruit. <laughs> okay, it's Special K. <laughs> you can name more than just that. Kellogg's Raisin brand first hit stores in 1942. Hmm. Apple Jacks, number nine. Oh, I can see their commercial because they got like that cinnamon stick and then the Apple Jacks and they're running from each other and then they ram into each other and oh. then, like Apple Jacks comes made. is made that way. That's how but my I mom don't. taught me about the birds and the bees. Yeah, but... <laughs> just run into each other. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, not I, wrong. I don't, I don't know the slogan or the tagline. A is for Apple, J is for Jacks. Cinnamon Toasty Apple Jacks. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. This catchy jingle was popular from the early 80s all the way through the early 90s. The rest of the lyrics changed from commercial to commercial. One ad finished the song like this. Lots of crunch in every bite... Just right for your appetite. Apple Jacks. Apple Jacks. Apple flavor, that's where it's at. Cinnamon toasty. Apple tasty. Kellogg's Apple Jacks. Apple Jacks. A for Apple. If, J for Jack. If this is still the case, Apple Jacks. Kellogg's, get a marketing company to give you something a little more succinct. Yeah. It's a little much. I bet it's better now. I, I, we don't know how updated Mr. Breakfast is. Well, I hope he gives us a date at the end. We won't say when this is from. It's from like 2010. I was just going to say 2002. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight, Rice Krispies. Snap, crackle, and pop. Yes. Rice Krispies. I just these are, at the end. Oh, these are arguably the three most familiar words in the English language. Parentheses, which pertain to selling breakfast cereal okay mr breakfast, <laughs> mr. breakfast. <laughs> you can say that about anything if you like make it about the topic you're talking about architecture is the most used words in the a and d community <laughs> industry community <laughs> kind of makes sense they were first heard in a radio jingle in 1932 four years after cereal after the cereal was introduced they mimicked the sound of the, the cereal made when doused with milk in 1939, Snap, Crackle, and Pop also began referring to the cereal's three mascots. That was the year they first appeared together on a package. Snap had appeared had a- oh Snap had appeared years earlier as a solo solo act. Oh, he didn't want to hang out with his brothers. Are they brothers? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. I'm almost positive. We could look it up at the end of this if we really wanted. Number seven, Fruit Loops. Um, All of these are vintage boxes, so what if I get to the end of this? <laughs> Mr. Breakfast is like, 1948! <laughs> He's talking about the 1960s. <laughs> That's true. Um, Fruit Loops. <clears throat> Shoot. With Toucan Sam? Mm-hmm. But what does he say? What does he say? Apparently it's... Toby, what does he say? <laughs> follow my nose. It always knows. I have a potentially stupid question. Yeah. Toucans known for their smelling abilities? No, they just have a really big nose. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like a beak. Why would you? Something's not adding up. Wait, say it again. Follow my nose. It always knows. Because it's it's not talking about smelling. Yeah. Yes, it is. It's saying, like, follow my beak. I'm pointing in the direction. 
But that's crazy. It always knows. Like, I'm already thinking about it. Okay. Well, that doesn't make sense. You really should say, follow my beak. I'm pointing in the other direction of the Fruit Loops. <laughs> follow my beak. It'll show you. Your cheek. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to think of it. This slogan for Fruit Loops continues. The flavor of fruit wherever it gro- grows. The nose in question belongs to Toucan Sam, the cereal's mascot since 1963. When the tagline debuted, the voice of Toucan Sam was provided by Mel Blanc, who also created voices for Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, and Barney Rubble. Whoa, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Number six, Cocoa Puffs. You know this one. You gotta. It's what you think it is. Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> Wait, you don't know this one's tagline? No. I'm cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah. Hannah, come on. I know you've heard this. Uh, <laughs> for some reason, all in my brain was Reese's Puffs, Reese's Puffs. Eat them up, eat them up, eat them up, eat them up. Reese's Puffs, Reese's Puffs. And I was like, I don't. I Isn't that she, like a recent commercial? I think she said Cocoa Puffs, not Reese's Puffs. <laughs> and then I like completely blanked. Yes, I did. Uh, this slogan for munchy, crunchy, chocolatey Cocoa Puffs was first heard in 1963. Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. I'm cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. It was delivered by Sonny the Cuckoo, cuckoo Bird. Mm-hmm. In TV ads, the animated bird would go absolutely bonkers <laughs> when exposed to the cereal. <laughs> Mr. Breakfast. <laughs> did, you, did I write this with you? <laughs> Most often, he would repeat the tagline three times in quick succession. Mm-hmm. Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Number five, Wheaties. A bunch of athletes are on the phone. Yeah, the gold medal. <laughs> golden wheat, golden medal. You're a winner. Is that it? No. Oh. I was going to keep guessing with you. I know the answer. Gold star. <laughs> you made it to the top. You want to be an athlete? <laughs> Is that a trophy in your hand? Or are you just ready to eat? Wheaties. Can we? TM. We made that. Um, Breakfast of Champions. Oh. This famous tagline for Wheaties debuted in the early 1930s on a billboard at a minor league baseball game. Wheaties is responsible for two major milestones in breakfast cereal advertising. In 1926, it was the first cereal to ever have a jingle. In 1939, it was the first cereal to ever be advertised on television. Hmm. That's cool. What was the jingle? Way to go, Wheaties. We're all winners. We're all winners. Wheaties. <laughs> Wheaties. The breakfast of champions. Oh, breakfast of champions. I, for some reason, I thought it was. You said it, but I blanked, and I thought it was, we're winners, Wheaties. <laughs> I mean, I thought you were still just going with that we were making up random ones, so I was like, all right. No, I genuinely thought that works. All right, I'm just dumb. <laughs> Number four, life. Um, he likes it. Hey, oh, Mikey. Mikey likes it. I have. This is insane to me because I don't. I don't remember this at all. And if I just heard this by itself, I'd be like, "What?" He likes it. Mikey likes it. This catchphrase for life cereal is from the longest continuously running commercial campaigns. Um. Okay. Mr. Breakfast, you need to get an editor again. <laughs> From one of the longest continuously running commercial campaigns in television television history. It was 1972 when America first heard 
I'm not going to try it. You try it. Let's get Mikey. He hates everything. Mikey likes it. In the end, the finicky young eater liked the cereal. The Mikey character reemerged in the mid-80s as a young adult, played by the same actor, that's fun, in a tribute to the original commercial. Yeah, and now the newest one is like Mikey is a girl. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I don't see a lot of commercials, so I'm not seeing these. Number three, Lucky Charms. You're going to know these last ones. They're magically delicious. Yeah. This tagline was part of a short jingle that went, Frosted Lucky Charms, they're magically delicious. It was sung by Lucky the Leprechaun, the cereal cereal's mascot since Lucky Charms debuted in 1964. Lucky is responsible for another famous catchphrase, They're always after me, Lucky Charms. They're always after me, Lucky Charms. Number two, tricks. Tricks are for kids. There's something before that. Silly rabbit. There you tricks go. are for kids. Yeah. Trick's cereal first hit shelves in 1954. Four years later, the Trick's rabbit appeared on the box. In his words, rabbits are supposed to like carrots, but I hate carrots. I like Trick's. <laughs> Unfortunately, every time the rabbit would get close to eating Trick's, some kid would appear and say the famous line, Silly rabbit, Trick's are for kids. In 1980, General Mills ran a promotion asking kids to vote whether or not the rabbit should get to eat Trick's. The nation's kids voted in favor of the rabbit. He got to eat one bowl that's so nice. I, th- I thought that was going to go the other way. I'm going to be honest with you. I did too. But everyone was like, yeah. Everyone's can... telling him, no, they're not for you. Yeah. I would think I would also vote no. But all of America's children was like, give him a bowl. Just ha- let him on. have one. Let him give him a bowl. And now he's got yogurt that he can't have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Silly rabbit yogurts for kids. <laughs> is that really how, is that what they did? Still drink it would kids. be so funny if they. Silly d- rabbit tequilas for kids yeah they just kept giving him like different products silly rabbit tupperwares for kids <laughs> silly rabbit plates are for kids <laughs> poor rabbit he can't he can't eat off a plate or package his leftovers see, and then you see this rabbit just sitting in a hole and his home has nothing in it because no, everything's like kids. he's eating straight dirt because he's like i don't even like carrots i can't eat carrots or he's like taking a bite of carrot and gagging a little bit. Yeah. Like, because he has to eat something. So he's like, <laughs> he's actually like, <laughs> he's actually like crazy allergic to carrots. <laughs> so he blows up at the end. And then oh, someone's no. like, Benadryl? And they're like, silly rabbit, Benadryl's for kids. <laughs> and then he dies. R.I.P. <laughs> I wish I had, the bunny doesn't have a name. R.I.P. Rabbit. Number one, Frosted Flakes. They're magically delicious. Wait, Frosted what? Flakes. That's Lucky Charms. Oh. They're great? Yes. <laughs> you said it earlier. I thought you were going to be like, they're great. What was the other one that I thought it was? You said magically delicious. No, 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 no. What did I think they're great was for? With Tony the Tiger. Yeah. Those. So we have it twice on this list? Yeah. Oh. He's on here twice. Oh. So number the number one is they're great. Oh, okay. So the other slogan for... Okay, got it. Yeah. Got it. Was up top. Understood now. Tony the Tiger has been the mascot for Frosted Flakes <laughs> cereal since 1952, when it was called Sugar Frosted Flakes. The cereal has had a few memorable taglines over the years, including they bring out the tiger in you, which is what we had above. The taste adults have grown to love, uh, but... But the most popular line by far was Tony's deep-throated, they're not good, they're They're great. Uh, Mr. Breakfast also has some honorable mentions here at the bottom. (laughs) 
Oh, those golden grams. Oh, those golden grams. Golden grams? Good guess. It's what's for breakfast. Cheerios. I like how I switched up the order of how you're guessing. <laughs> uh, honey bunches of oats. Oh, honey bunches of oats. The taste you can see. Cinnamon toast crunch. You can also oh. see shrimps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to eat your cereal. Uh, the Choco, Dracula Choco thing. Count Chocula. Count Chocula. It tastes like a chocolate milkshake, only crunchy. Rice, Cocoa Rice Krispies? Mm-hmm. They're ABC delicious. Alphabets? Alphabets. Alphabets. Oh, alphabets. Nice. Oh, the taste adults have grown to love. Why do you have that on here? Frosted Flakes. Mr. Breakfast. Be happy, be healthy. Honey Nut Cheerios. Yeah. They're always after me, Lucky Charms. Okay. Mr. Mr. Breakfast. Mr. Breakfast. It's are Lucky you, Charms. Are you just going? <gasps> Lucky Charms. This article was written by Mr. Breakfast, a.k.a. Eddie Chavey. Eddie. Eddie. And when? When did he write it? Dang it. It doesn't say. It just has a, a copyright for like this year no, at the bottom it. of the he website. Didn't write it this year. Maybe, maybe it's up top. No. Mr. Breakfast, could you please um, give your articles years? That yeah. would be super helpful. Top 100 cereals. What's the cereal that they had, they made at, to have um, young men stop masturbating? It was on a... Excuse me? <laughs> it was on a... I'm sorry. Excuse me? It was on Drunk History, and it was um, Owen Wilson. The Wilson brothers were on that episode. I'm going to get weird things on my Google searches now, so hopefully... It's a real thing. I think it's Chex or something like that. It's cornflakes. Cornflakes. Okay. John Harvey Kellogg was born. Oh. This is wrong. Okay. He invented cornflakes in 1878 in the hope that plain food would stop people masturbating. Yeah. Yes. I didn't make that up. Mr. Kellogg, Kellogg, the man who created cornflakes, produced a cereal in the late 19th century and marketed as a healthy, ready-to-eat, anti-masturbatory morning cereal. Imagine that being a tagline. What kind of tagline is (laughs) They're great. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And he produced it, I think, at some insane asylum type vibe. We have something that says the opposite here. Well, Drunk History taught me this, so... Historyofyesterday.com Is it also by Mr. Breakfast? No, corn... (laughs) I wish it was. Mr. Breakfast would never talk about It's also not true. Like, it doesn't work that way. But I think they genuinely thought that. So this is saying, like, it doesn't work. No shit. (laughs) Yeah, because, like, plain foods... If anything, you want some spice after plain. I know, like, that's, you, that's so boring. Like, well, that's what, what like, you? they probably really believed that this worked. Yeah. But it, they're probably being like, it's false, which, yeah, no, duh. Yeah, historyofyesterday.com says no, cornflakes were not invented to stop masturbation. Hmm. This is by Ryan Fan. It's by Mr. Breakfast. <laughs> July 21st, 2020. Oh. This is, like, a pretty recent article. <laughs> How many people were talking about this before us? <laughs> probably a lot, because Drunk History, I'm sure, came out with it. And then all everyone was like, what? Okay. Dispelling the myth. It was W.K. Kellogg, the more business-minded brother, who was responsible for the creation and marketing of cornflakes. Uh, not the eugenist brother with wildly wonky views on masturbation. <laughs> sure, John Harvey Kellogg advocated against 
masturbating and recommended cornflakes as a means to stop. But the cornflakes were invented for patients at a hospital. It was never actually advertised as an anti-masturbatory morning cereal. Hope everybody's ready to hear that word a lot. I'm not. Um, The primary focus in the origins of cornflakes was to feed people in a hospital. The claim that cornflakes were invented to stop people from masturbating is not true. The quote I cited from John Harvey Kellogg, that he wanted a healthy, ready-to-eat, anti-masturbatory meal, isn't from Kellogg. Who's it from? According to Dan McGill at Snopes. The phrase originated from a 2012 article by Matt Soniak, which is a very well-researched and well-informed article about John Harvey Kellogg's views. Mm. But the words are from Soniak, not Kellogg. Oh, okay. Mm. So this one article, this journalist did it. Wow. He really started a whole thing. He really started a whole situation. I did not realize that. I have a box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch in my fridge, but I'm honestly scared to eat it. In your fridge or on your fridge? Um, actually, it's just on the countertop. Oh. But I think I was, like, thinking about milk when I just said that, <laughs> so I didn't think about it. Because of the shrimps? Yeah, because of the shrimps. Scared if you guys haven't heard it, there were shrimp found in a, a Cinnamon Toast Crunch cereal box. Yeah, like shrimp tails. Mm-hmm. Which apparently, he, the guy who found it, is the ex-husband or current husband of Topanga from Boy Meets World. Yeah. So, like, do we really believe him? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It seemed to be really convenient. Like, he had lots of pictures and, yeah. like, follow-up. And, like, didn't it happen in a second box for him or something? Yeah, something he was like, and he was like, this. oh, my God, and there's this also in this box. It was yeah. like, here's a nail. Like a red string yeah, or something like, like that. Yeah, okay. I was like, yeah, it feels like you're making this up. feels like, especially, like, it was a relatively like d-list celebrity yeah i wouldn't even call him a celebrity yeah like just because you're married to topanga yeah and i think maybe x okay because you might be a liar yeah all right everyone tell us what your favorite cereal is and tagline i want to know are you magically delicious if you were to be a box of cereal also mr breakfast if you're out there we'd love to have you on (laughs) eddie 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 breakfast Send us an email at actingnormalpod at gmail.com. And follow us on Instagram at actingnormalpod. Goodbye. Bye.